This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, what is your favorite celebrity memoir? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here hanging out with you. All right, all right, all right. Hey, is that Matthew McConaughey? Uh, no. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good follow-up to that. that. Good, it's, just, it's not. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But he tried. But you tried. Um, but we are speaking of celebrity memoirs. Is that what made you think of celebrity memoirs, Holly? Yes, that's what made me think of celebrity memoirs. So I hope did you bring this to us in a dirt alert update? I did. Yes. The fact that Matthew McConaughey is releasing a new book. It's called Green Lights. And it's a story based on his life-changing adventures. Now, it comes out October 20th, so we're going to have to wait a few months for this. And it's not going to be a traditional memoir, so to well, speak. Because, because it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, exactly. he doesn't do traditional things. No, he doesn't. But he said that this is going to be stories, questions, truths, affirmations. But it's going to have a relatable theme. I'm in. We're totally in. Now, he did a little poem about his book on Good Morning of America. I'm sorry did. I don't oh. have it, but I'm here to tell you he was clothed, he was not <gasps> naked, and wearing bongos. But this just got me thinking, love a good celebrity memoir. Love ones that are juicy, insightful, thoughtful, and there are a lot of those out in about in the world, and I thought that we could just crowdsource some of them to add to our reading list. Yeah, I mean, okay, I want to clarify. I don't want to hear about celebrity memoirs that don't tell you anything. Oh, yeah. We don't. Those are the worst. No, no. We want the juice. We want the dirt. We want all the salacious stories that a good celebrity memoir. 651-641-1071. What is a good celebrity memoir? And Hope, just break on in when there's people on the line. We have two calls. Perfect. Who do we have? Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, what is the celebrity memoir that you think we all need to read? I'm with the band by Pamela DeBar. Oh, okay. I've heard about this one and still have not read it. I've read it three times. Oh, wow. I I could read it again today. It's just, you know, it's maybe from actually just a little older than me, but all all of the people she's met throughout the years and um, just, I love it. Can you explain who Pamela DeBar's is? She's a well-known groupie, I guess is what you would call her. Um, but she had, um, she starts, the. I mean, it, it comes from a place of, as she says, it seems as if she was just a lover of music and ended up being a groupie rather than just people out trying to be famous or be with somebody famous. And so she's um, had as a boyfriend or, or just occasional like, Jimmy Page, um, 
trying to think of it. Jimmy Page is the one that comes to mind. Sure. But, um, the Doors. Uh, Jim Morrison. I think who else? Yeah, Jim Morrison. She lived with Don Johnson for a while, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, so she's lots and lots of celebrity stories. And she just has lived quite the life. Is she? Right. And thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for Thanks, your call, Kathy. Kathy. Um, is she the one that um, that Almost Famous? Is, is she what the character Penny Lane is based on? I think that Penny Lane is inspired lightly by, by Pamela DeBars. Yes. It's so interesting. I mean, that whole entire lifestyle of a groupie. There really, I don't know. I, I don't know if there are, if there really is anything like that at present in the music business in the way that Pamela DeBars was. Yeah, I don't. Well, definitely not now because we're not doing those things. Sorry. We're not doing oh, those things. That is true. God, Thank you for reminding us. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Hope? Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Stephanie, hey, hi. recommend a great celebrity memoir for us. Well, this is kind of random, but I actually just finished uh, John Cryer. No kidding. I didn't know he had one. I know. I didn't either. <laughs> he um, He's very funny. And, I mean, if he wants a bunch of information on Charlie Sheen. There's a little bit, but it's it's about him, that you know, and so how he started in acting and stuff. It's, it's very good. So John Cryer, I mean, because he, that's why it's so funny to think he has, I mean, not, it actually makes sense that he has a memoir, but he's been a fixture in Hollywood for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does he, does he spill any beans about uh, any, but anything else that's sort of salacious? Well, there's a little, you know, Brat Pack information in there. Nothing, nothing real yeah. salacious, but yeah, it's a good read. But interesting. Oh, cool. thank you for All your right. call. That's Th- a great thanks, suggestion. Thanks, Stephanie. And by the way, the book is called So That Happened, yeah. a memoir, and it was published in 2016. I had no clue. I bet that is good because he's one of those guys that has been low-level famous for like 35 right. and years. And that's the thing. Those are actually probably some of the best memoirs because they don't really have anything to lose to trot out the stuff, but they were there. Totally. And they saw it happen and they heard it happen. So those are kind of good. Uh, that's like a good genre. Um, let me know if we have any other callers. We do. Coming. Oh, good. Who yep. do we have? Uh, Denise. Hi, Denise. Oh, hi. Denise, tell us a great celebrity <laughs> memoir. Well, I'm not... I'm not so sure she's a celebrity. She's an author, and she lives in in the United States. Uh, The name of the book is Red Azalea, Mm -hmm. and it was written by Anchi Min, who was Chairman Mao's mistress. Oh, okay. And she, her family, you know, they had a limit of how many children you can have. Yep. And so Anchi Min had to go to, like, a a camp, a work camp. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she had like a lesbian experience there and then uh later later on she met uh chairman mao and interesting had an affair so interesting oh thank you that's a all right that's a great suggestion denise thank you so much yeah thank you um the funny thing is so like the most recent memoir i read that i actually loved and I think I always love a celebrity memoir because you start to understand them differently and, and you have a connection to all the things they're talking about. Yes. If you lived through them, um, you remember them. And, and then to know what was going on in the mind of the celebrity at that time, in hindsight, of course, is 2020, um, was I read Jessica Simpson's memoir. Everyone who has read 
or listen to Jessica Simpson's new memoir. It's called Open Book, right? Yep. Has loved it. It is It is so good because, you know, for a lot of times I think people write Jessica Simpson off mm-hmm. because of, and it's, I mean... Well, because of her persona because that she her, crafted. That, and I would actually argue was crafted for her by MTV. Yeah. Because she and Nick Lachey did the TV show Newlyweds. And it was a reality show based on their newly married life. And they truly went literally from dating to married and doing that show all at the same time. And so I don't know that they ever really got into the groove of, and they'd never lived together. So I don't know that they ever got into the groove of being married before there were cameras in their face. And very early on, she realized that playing the dits was the thing that was expected of her. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that people realize what a deep well she is and kind of what her real life perspective is. And, um, it was definitely an interesting book to read to get a, a better appreciation for who she is as, as an actual human being and not a caricature of herself. And she does reveal some stuff in there. Um, and, oh, and, that's what we want. Yeah, and some of it actually is making headlines right now because she reveals that she was sexually abused um, from the ages of, I'm going to say, 8 to 12 or 13 by a family friend. And... um she talks very explicitly about that experience in the book. And she is now talking about how she confronted that person and the conversation that they had. And so that's the thing that's making headlines now about it. I highly recommend that one. Well, speaking of memoirs, it was a celebrity memoir that has spilled some stories for us about Scientology mm-hmm. on the underground bunker. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about what we know now about Tom Cruise. We're going to talk about Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruise when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, I know this is going to sound kind of weird, but I had this moment this morning um, thinking about Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruise. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly and I are here with you. We're here. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so this morning I saw this headline about Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruz. Actually, oddly, can I just actually throw it all the way back and I haven't even told you this part? Totally. This morning. You know how Facebook shows up, like gives you memories from years ago? Yeah. Things you've posted or whatever. Um, I think it was like, I don't even know, maybe like eight or seven or eight years ago today, I posted a picture of Surrey Cruz in a mermaid costume on my Facebook. So I'd already been thinking about her because Bradley and I used to have this thing about how Katie Holmes always carried Surrey Cruz when she was well above the age of like needing to be carried by parents. I vaguely remember that. We think she must be a mermaid because she doesn't ever use her legs, Mm -hmm. which is not a kind thing to say, but you know, whatever. It was a different time. Anyway, I had posted a picture of her in a mermaid costume. So she was already on my brain this morning when I was kind of reading through some of the stories that the uh, pop culture gods were offering up to us. And I saw this headline. Katie Holmes says daughter Suri's creative 14th birthday party was, quote, a beautiful moment. Now, the first thing I did was tap the brakes because Suri Cruz is 14 years old. We're reaching that point in the celebrity tabloid world where we are actually going to get physical confirmation on whether or not those weird face melds 
yeah. of what these right. kids were going to look like as adults are actually oh going to come to fruition. So we're so we'll be able to see whether or not that actually holds oh up. So re, we're reaching that point in time. She's 14 years old. That is so where, funny. where are we in time and space? That is so funny. <laughs> well, so I but I started to think about the relationship between Suri Cruz and Katie Holmes. And I was just like fascinated by their relationship and just thinking the two of them are like a force. They always are together. Um, Suri, we don't know when the last time she saw her father was. And and there's good, not good reason. There's uh, not reason. a good reason. There is a reason that they haven't seen each other. And I think it has everything to do with Scientology. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot about how I I see them and I feel like a strength in them because I feel like they survived a storm together and um, they just sort of cling on to each other after this traumatic experience that I, I believe we don't know about, about Katie Holmes leaving that marriage with Tom Cruise, risking everything because of his ties to the Church of Scientology and how much that meant to her to have that independence and to have her daughter with her. Um, I just thought it was such an interesting thing. And then, Holly, you brought another sort of angle that I hadn't even paid attention to. Well, this happened earlier this week on the Scientology blog, The Underground Bunker, ran by journalist Tony Ortega. And he's actually been uh, here, a guest at my talk a couple times. Lori and Julia like to talk to him on occasion. Well, he published excerpts from Leah Remini's Troublemaker memoir. Mm -hmm. And... It's all about Tom Cruise. And she said when she was prepping this book a couple of years ago, she wrote most of a chapter about her personal experiences with Tom Cruise. But those pages weren't included in what was actually published because there were concerns that it would take over the focus of the book because they were going to be like, oh, well, Leah, this is about you and this is about your experience. But if you have this chapter about Tom Cruise, it's going to be totally about him. Because, you know, because to your point... We don't know a lot about what really happened between Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Right. We do a lot of assuming. We do a lot of assuming because probably, you know, I think it's safe to make the assumption that there are a lot of NDAs, legally binding contracts that bar Katie Holmes from talking about anything that she experienced with Tom Cruise. Right. So we're just not privy to that information. But Leah Remedy, she says that Tom Cruise is morphing into the leader of Scientology. Which is essentially what we've said all along is that, you know, um, David Miscavige. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Savage is the de facto leader of Scientology. And I, can I do? I do, do just want to like add this like side disclaimer, and that to say that the the conversations about the history of Scientology and how um, celebrity culture intersects with it are they're like long, they're big and deep. Yeah, and it, it's hard to cover them all in short segments. But there are plenty of documentaries and um, articles in the underground bunker is a really good place to kind of get your feet wet and really dig into what the problems are with the culture of Scientology. Um, but I, we always have a difficult time kind of backfilling when we talk about it because it's there's so much to it. But David Miscavige is the de facto leader of the Church of Scientology. And his right-hand man has always been Tom Cruise. Yes. And Tom Cruise, and you will see through kind of old videos um behavior that shows him really wanting to move himself into a place of leadership in the church yes and you can go back and see some of these videos they're right there on youtube one of them uh dates back when tom cruise won one mm-hmm. scientology's freedom medal of valor mm-hmm for being a good Scientologist. Yeah. And this was around the time when Tom Cruise is becoming very open with his relationship with Scientology in a way that he hadn't. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the time when he jumped the couch on Oprah. Yeah. And the time when he started going out with Katie Holmes. Yeah. Their brief courtship, their marriage, and all of that stuff happening at the same time. So it's not surprising that Leah Remini is making this assumption that Tom Cruise wants to ascend to be the top Scientologist on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Tom Cruise's ambitions are so far flung that he doesn't even want to be on planet Earth anymore. Well, how true that is. Why do you say that? Because he's going to space. My gosh, this is actually happening. The space movie, you guys, it's actually happening. So you might have heard, and I don't know if we talked about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We did, because I was like, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Tom Cruise wanted to do a space movie with Elon Musk. Not like a movie that's set in space, but a movie that's actually filmed in in space. And Colleen... Universal Studios just gave Tom Cruise $200 million to do this project. They don't have a script. They don't have a script. They don't have anything. Tom Cruise did a Zoom call with an executive at Universal, and they loved it so much that they gave him $200 million to do it. bonkers, you guys. This is the world we live in. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. He'll be back soon. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you and telling you all about the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present... CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Crazy Stupid Idiots, they're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully there isn't one looking back in the mirror. And oftentimes we find these crazy stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Yes. Like where? Huh. 
funny we were talking about Scientology in the last segment because we're going oh, to Clearwater, Florida. That is the seat of Scientology. Yes. Now, this has nothing to do with Scientology that we know of. This has everything to do with a guy named Delmatrice Wilson. Okay. Yes. So Delmatrice Wilson got into a car accident. And it stinks. He was a passenger in the car accident. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. That'll ruin your day. Right? Well, so he got into a crash. And then after the crash, everyone was trying to figure out what to do and, you know, getting the situation under control. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently Delmatrice did not want to hang around. So, oh, so that's what we call a hit and run. Well, he didn't actually do the hit and run because he was just a passenger in the car. So he just he, did the running. He was just like, bye. Bye. So Delmatrice grabbed his backpack from the car and then he decided to hide the backpack. Okay. Now, why would somebody have to uh, hide mm-hmm. the backpack? Because there's something in there he doesn't want to be caught with it on his person. Yeah, exactly. Now, he wanted to stash away the backpack. In a place that was secret. So Delmatrice decided to hide the backpack between two buildings. And Delmatrice was like, okay, so I got the backpack situated. Now I need to go and hide myself in my person. So he went to a nearby building and he decided to hide. Okay. Only problem, Colleen. This is crazy, stupid idiot. Where do you think Delmatrice decided to hide? Tell me it was somewhere near a police department or in the police department. Pretty close. He decided to hide in the Clearwater Fire Department Station 45. Dude, 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 no. Yeah, dude, no, no. He didn't, bless his heart, he didn't know it was a fire department station. Well, I mean, feels like that's the first thing you check. What building am I about to enter? What building has giant fire trucks parked outside? Surely it has nothing to do with law enforcement of any way, shape, or form. Honey. What happened? Honey. Well, somebody saw Delmatrice being stupid and hiding the backpack. So then the witness led the police to the backpack. And uh, get, uh, Colleen, I want you to play the game again. Tell me what was inside the backpack. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Crazy, stupid idiots. What's inside the backpack? It's going to be some kind of drugs. Should I decide the drugs? Okay, decide the drugs. Yes, please. I'm going to guess there was some cocaine in there. Yes. I'm going to guess there was some marijuana Indeed. in there. Indeed. And maybe like some meth, maybe? Uh, not meth. Uh, oh, okay, No, cool. no, no. There is crack cocaine and MDMA. Oh, okay. Those were my next guesses. Yeah. Wow, that is uh, like the old country buffet of <laughs> drugs. It's like going to the carvery and then Seriously? getting soft serve for dessert with some sprinkles wow. on it. So congratulations, Delmatrice. You have earned a ticket to jail because the fire department notified Clearwater Police and Delmatrice was arrested on hmm. multiple drug charges because of the contents of his backpack. Alrighty then. All right, you know, you just, honey, honey, honey. <laughs> just you can do better. Yeah, use your noggin. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, you know what? Hey, guess what? What? We're staying in Florida. Yay! Yay! All right, Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night in Florida. It is. I don't know what city we're in. It doesn't matter. All you need to know is we're in Florida, somewhere in Florida. Uh, A woman in Fruitland Park, Florida, pulled into a spot next to a 1996 Honda Civic at a convenience store parking lot. Sexy. Nice. And she noticed that the guy in the car next to her was um, experiencing his own 
pleasure. Oh, he was doing a little bit of this. the least sexiest place to be doing that is in the parking lot of a convenience store in a 1996 Honda Civic. Right? I mean, it's like depressing. It's not hot. Okay. So there's more to the story. Like you're really going to have some thoughts about this person. Um, His name is Stephen Donovan and he's 22 years old. So here's the thing though. He didn't get caught right there. I mean, he got caught. She saw him doing the thing and she didn't interrupt him. It turns out the woman who pulled her car into the spot next to him and saw him experiencing his own joy oh. turned out to be an off-duty cop. Oh. And so she didn't interrupt him. Uh, she just took down his license plate and then called the on-duty cops. She was like, hi, I've got, can you run this plate? And they were like, sure thing. That's 22-year-old Stephen Donovan. And so, and here's his address. Oh. So they went to his house and they caught up with him. And um, he was like, yeah, I was experiencing my own self-joy in my car. (laughs) But I didn't know that that was illegal because it was my car. I get it. I kind of get it. The cops are like, yeah, no, it's still totally illegal because like, I don't know if you've seen a car, but they have windows. And so other people can see you. And so like you're that's no, you can't do that, especially in a convenience store parking lot. Like, no, I thought that you were going to say that it was his girlfriend that caught him. Guess what? Oh, he did have to admit to his girlfriend what was going on because the cops were arresting him. At his house, and he was like, honey, I'm sorry, but I was horny, and I was watching Pern after my pizza delivery shift. Oh, that's... That is a level... That is a level of sadness. That is... If you... Gentlemen. I wasn't ready If you have found yourself in your car in a convenience store watching the Pern and enjoying your own joy and your girlfriend is at home that you're at rock bottom that's rock bottom i wasn't ready to face this kind of despair today i'm sorry uh just the whole thing the whole thing can't you find a bathroom couldn't you find like a a bush somewhere that was secluded i mean i don't your lady and just be like hey (laughs) i'm hernie i'm you know (laughs) just something had, you know, my uh, pizza delivery shift and, uh, you know, I was just feeling I'm in the mood. Ugh. Nope. No. Mm-mm. All for taking care of yourself. Yep. Time and place. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very apologetic, though, to his girlfriend. I'm sure he was. Say So say the arresting officers. I'm sure he was. That's yeah. very embarrassing. Yeah. Next. Next. Next on the docket, we are going to Florida. <gasps> it's a hat trick. It's a hat trick. We need one of these. Yeah. Yes, People being dumb in Florida. Thank you for your service. Right. Let's go to Miami Beach, where we're going to meet Douglas Marks. Douglas Marks, he was cited for some behavior that okay. he exhibited at the Crystal Beach Suites on Monday night. Now... You could categorize this under crazy, stupid COVIDs because it does have to do with the way that we're living now. Uh. So Douglas, 
he was mad that a mother-son duo sitting in the lobby were not properly social distancing. So he saw them sitting too close. Okay. Okay. And then he told them about it. Douglas told the mom and the son, y'all aren't social distancing. Okay, but they're mother and son. Right. Well, Can d- I just really quick side note? Please. Sometimes I forget that I don't have to social distance from my kids. But for those couple minutes, if they're really misbehaving, it feels good. <laughs> but sometimes I literally am like, oh, I'll be like, oh, I'm too close. And I'm like, oh, those are my children. We live close. It's fine. Yeah. So the mom, Veronica Pena, and her son ignored Douglas instead of just saying, hey, look, guy, you know, this is my son. We're fine. We're in the bubble mm-hmm. together. So they ignored Douglas because it was just like, dude, you're being rude. Whatever. L- leave us alone. Right. Well, Douglas didn't really like that. Uh-oh. He said he has two people not following directions. And then he said, let me take care of them. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Does that mean kill them? <gasps> Is that what he meant? Well, he did get all Yosemite Sam up in no. their business and fired several, several shots in the lobby. Get out. No, nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. But I'm just going to say that firing warning shots into the air is not a good way to ask people to practice social distancing. Oh, no. Let's just like put it out there. Put it out there. You're not being a good Samaritan. You're actually scaring people and you probably could make someone dead. I do also just want to say like maybe the mother and son could have just. I don't know why they weren't just like, oh, no, we're good. Don't worry about it. We're in the bubble. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's we should have all avoided this. I just there. I feel like there are uh, there are ways to act, especially when you're in Florida. Right. If you sense that something is weird, be a little proactive and be like, no, sir, we are fine. We are in the bubble because this guy decided he wanted to be a vigilante and then he wanted to shoot bullets up in the air. Mm-hmm. Now, he claimed that he didn't do it because of them, but that he fired four warning shots because he was being followed by somebody. Okay, something tells me so, something else is going on yes, there. So, Douglas Marks was arrested with several weapons charges. Alrighty. Okay. okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are not playing the throwback live no. while Bradley is away. However, we are playing another game that I love. Oh, God. This is what we're going to do when we come back. Uh, our friend Hope has selected some film lines from the aughts. That would be from the year 2000 to 2010. And she is going to give us the film line, and we are going to tell her what movie it is from. I I honestly am not optimistic about my performance today. I want to just be upfront about that. Setting Holly, the stage. I know. But Holly, how are you feeling? Fine. I feel like this might be your category. We'll find out when we come back on My Talk 1071. All right. Apparently, I need to um, clarify something I said in the last segment because oh. it was misunderstood. I did not say that uh, self pleasuring is rock bottom. Oh, no. I did not say that. No, it is not rock bottom what at all. What I said was, if you are doing that in the parking lot at the Circle K... In a 1996 <laughs> Honda Civic. You might consider that that could be rock bottom. A different life choice, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, like, I don't know, like, 
Well, I, okay, we don't need to dwell. This to... is the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> My I, Talk 1071. Yeah. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. That's Holly Roberts. What were you going to say, House? I was just going to say, I'm going to make a blanket statement that the Colleen and Bradley show is a proponent of self-love. Absolutely. Love yourself. Love yourself where, when, whenever it is safe to do it. I'm saying the parking lot at the super at the Circle K is not the place to do it. Not hot. Thank you. All not right. Now that we sometimes it can be very exhausting. Flames. 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 Like listen to all my words. All right. So um, we are playing a little game and that game does not have a name. It's a game we made up just a few days ago because we cannot play the throwback live when Bradley Trainer is missing. Thus, we've decided to play another game. We task Hope <laughs> with the the uh, the the job of finding us movie lines now from the two thousands. We're doing two thousand yes. to two thousand ten, and we try to guess what movies these lines are from. Hope, do you have the lines? I have some lines. Are we ready? I mean, no. as ready as. I'll ever be. This is easier than song lyrics. I'm just going to put that out there. So the movie feeling, quotes? Yeah, the movie quotes are easier than song lyrics. I'm feeling semi-confident. All Here right. we go. Here we go with the first one. Feel free to play. If you don't have a chicken, where are you going to get the egg? What the hell, what the hell um, is that? <laughs> <laughs> Holly. Sounds like it's from a Holly, TV show. Is that Chicken Run? Yes! Oh my gosh, yes! stop it. That's hilarious. Yes! It's so Way to go! Um, congratulations <laughs> on your correct answer. It literally was like, she said chicken. I'm going it to. It must be chicken run. It must I mean, be what chicken other run. movie could it be? Have you ever seen Chicken Run? Actually, yes. I think I have. I don't, don't I even don't actually remember. know what it's about. Chickens. Chicken. I'm guessing chickens are, are involved. That would be a good guess. All right. Holly, congrats. Yeah. One for you. Here's the next one. Okay. Now we are free. I will see you again, but not yet. Not yet. Now we are free. I will see you again, but not yet. Not yet. Now we are free. I'm just going to keep repeating it over (laughs) and over again. (laughs) Colleen. Okay, Colleen. This totally is not from the 2000s. Yes, it is. No, the one I'm about to oh. say. <laughs> I was going to say Thelma and Louise, but no. Can you repeat the, the quote one more okay. time, please? Now we are free. I will see you again, but not yet. Not yet. Holly? Independence Day. <gasps> no, it's not, because that's 90s. Oh, I was like, what if that's right? Okay, what is it? Gladiator. Oh, I don't think not, I saw that. Are you not entertained? Maybe I did see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Here's a here's <laughs> another movie line from okay. the 2000s. All right, all right, all right. There might be a clue in this. We'll see. The war is still coming, Charles, and I intend to fight it by any means necessary. Oh. Okay. Charles. Colleen. Colleen. Ooh. Ooh, I know it. I know it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Colleen, do you have a guess? Sure. Okay. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, Holly. Is it X-Men? 
Ding. Oh, Good wow. Job, oh my gosh, Holly, you are crushing this. She said Charles. Yes. And so I was thinking, who? okay, who's Charles? <laughs> and what movie was he in? Oh, my gosh. That's and impressive. Charles Xavier. Okay. All right. Next. Okay. Well, I suppose it's all right. After all, as your mother tells you, my mother certainly told me it is important. <laughs> Colleen. Colleen. Forrest Gump. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are completely different oh, so type funny. of films. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, is it Mother's Day? Uh. <laughs> what is that? It's Hannibal. Oh. <laughs> yep. That's different. I that is different. Hannibal. I never saw that one. Was I that mean, good? I can't quote movies. I can't remember. I, you know what, that one, I don't know. See, the thing that the key to this game is that the quotes are obscure. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to like read between the lines, which is why I guess dumb things like Forrest Gump. Okay, next. Okay. It's going to keep killing, isn't it? She'll never stop. What about the person we show it to? Oh. Oh, Holly. Holly. Mm. Mm. The ring. Oh. Yeah. That was good. That was good. It keeps killing. Oh, I love Mm -hmm. that movie. Me too. All right. Ready? Okay. Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. Holly. Holly. Spider-Man. Uncle Ben. Tells Peter Parker that, and then he dies. Oh my gosh. Spoiler alert. What? (laughs) He dies. That's the what, Colleen? Colleen, please. That's the whole genesis of the Spider-Man myth. Okay. Well, I don't know a lot about Spider-Man. No, I don't know about about that. that. All right. Next. Here we go. We can spend the rest of our lives on that beach, and when we die, we can just push out to see. What do you think, Colleen? Colleen, that is the um. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my gosh! What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Oh, ding dang. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. (laughs) not. Okay. I'll repeat again. Thank you. We can spend the rest of our lives on that beach. And when we die, we can just push out to see what do you think? The answer is free Willy. Uh, (laughs) I love that guess, but no. What is it? Unfaithful. What? Yeah. What is that? That's what Richard, that, that's yeah. what Richard Gere and Diane Lane, and it's supposed oh, to be sexy. Oh, yes. yes, that's right. Okay, I remember Two, seeing that now. Two thousands movie quotes. Okay, okay. I think we have time for one, one more. Okay, probably. perfect. God, you weigh a lot. Oh, shut your face, uh, Colleen. Colleen, free Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it shallow hell? Uh, oh, that's a good that's guess, a, though. That was a really good ga- guess. No, yours is better. <laughs> what was it? Love Actually. Oh, oh, I love that. That movie does not age well. I'm just going to let y'all know that. Um, That was fun. Sorry that's to ruin true. it for everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody, <laughs> for hanging out with us uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. And um, we will be back on Monday. Yes. Some version of us. Lori and Julia are coming up next. 
thank you for hanging out with us and have a great weekend. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.